Thank you for joining me today. This is episode number five. My name is Dale Light Jr. And you are listening to A Better Pickup Line, the podcast. All right, welcome back to a Better Pickup Line, the podcast. In the last episode, we were discussing believing God's love for you. Because when you believe his love for you, it makes it easier for you to believe what he said about you and to you. The second thing that you need to believe, though, you need to believe that God has a purpose for you, which includes a spouse tailor-made according to the way that you're wired. See, just like the host of Break.com had a gift or a purpose for what was happening for Kara Simmons, God also has a purpose for your life. According to Ephesians 2.10, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. In much the same way as Miss Simmons was able to walk throughout the entire home and enjoy every part of it, God prepared for you good works for you to walk in and enjoy. For you to enjoy, he created just for you a spouse, a home, a vocation, family and friends, good health, favor, prosperity, a ministry. And it's all tailor made according to the way you're wired. It fits perfectly with the divine design for your life. When Solomon was building the temple for God, According to God's plans, the measurements were so exact that every stone finished at the quarry fit perfectly into place without the use of any tools. That's in first Kings six and seven. You can see there no tools had to be used in building the temple. Interestingly, today, God no longer dwells in man-made temples, but in the hearts of men. We are the temple of the Lord. Now, if the measurements of a man-made temple, an inanimate object, were so exact that they didn't have to use any tools on site, all they had to do was place everything into place because it fit perfectly, well, we can rest assured that the measurements of our lives reach perfection. For the temple, God used the best craftsmen of the day. For us, he himself, the creator of the beautiful world, fashioned our lives as his tapestry. You are intricately made in great detail. There is not anything that he has overlooked, but everything he created in your life is good and perfect. If it is not good and perfect, you're well within your rights to question its place in your life. But what's the best thing about God's purpose for your life? It is a free gift. It's not something you can earn. Therefore, it is not something you can disqualify yourself from. Romans 9 and 11, and it's talking about Yeah, it's talking about Jacob and Esau. It says, for the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil 
that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. So they received a call, a purpose over their life before they did anything. God had already given it to them. So it wasn't about their works. It wasn't about how good they were or how bad they were. It was already allocated for them. It was already assigned to them. Too many times we think that what is assigned to us is based off of whether or not we earned it. And when it comes to God and his purpose for our life, his gift for our life, it's not about us earning it. It's about us discovering it and receiving it and walking it out, allowing it to have its place in our life, yielding to that purpose, manifesting that purpose, understanding that purpose and utilizing it in our life. And there's nothing that we can do to change the fact that this purpose is for our lives. Romans eleven twenty nine. for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. He doesn't take it back just because you had a child out of wedlock. He doesn't take it back just because you got a divorce. He doesn't take it back. Romans 4, starting at verse 16, therefore, it is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be according to grace. So he's telling us that through our belief, we receive this free gift so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, because if it was by the works of the law, it wouldn't be sure. It would be dependent on whether or not we could keep the law. And we all know that man in, our, in and of ourselves, we cannot keep the law. We tried it. It didn't work. Only Jesus was able to perfectly keep the law. And now we believe on him and we are now able to receive the benefits of him keeping the law. We are now in Christ Jesus. So he is our identity and he has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption. So the gift the promise is sure when it is of grace. So we no longer have to look to our own qualifications to determine whether or not God wants to use us. So I want you to stop trying to disqualify yourself from God's purpose for your life when it's not your behavior that has determined his purpose for your life. He designed you. So believe what he has said about your life. When you believe what he has said about your life, you will manifest that life again as a man thinks in his heart. So is he. But if you believe that you're no good for nothing, if you accept the identity that you're a failure, if you accept that that is who you will become. But when you believe I am the righteousness of God, when you believe that God has a purpose for your life, it allows you to now Get in line with what God has already said about you. Stop looking to your behavior. Stop looking to your own qualifications. Stop trying to disqualify yourself saying, I can't do it because of this. Heck, Moses tried that. Well, Lord, I, I, I don't talk well now. I, I, you know, I don't know how to talk well. So how can I go tell these people what it is that you told me to tell them? And God says, I go. I will be with your mouth. I will teach your mouth what to say. So anything that you can think of to disqualify yourself is not a valid excuse, especially when the Bible tells us that his grace is sufficient for us. His strength is made perfect in weakness. So where we are weak, there he is strong. So we can never come up with a valid excuse. Paul was a murderer that did not nullify God's purpose for his life. 
Solomon was a fornicator. He could have had a he could have slept with a different woman every night for three years. That didn't disqualify him for God's purpose for his life. David was an adulterer and a murderer. That didn't disqualify him. God still created him to be king. Jacob was a liar. God still loved him and chose him and changed him. Moses, too, was a murderer. God still designated him a deliverer. The woman at the well was an adulterer, yet God used her to spread his gospel. The longest recorded conversation that Jesus had with anybody in the Bible is with the woman at the well who was an adulterer. God wants you to understand that he cares about you. No matter what state you think you're in, he cares about you and he has a purpose for you. And he is willing to pour out his love upon you and allow you to see all of his goodness because he called you before you did any good or bad. So that it is so that that promise would be sure. So that it's of uh, of grace and not of works. God has a purpose for your life, no matter your circumstances. He is ever thinking about you. Let's look at that. Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God's always thinking thoughts of peace towards you. What does peace mean? It comes from the Hebrew word shalom it means completeness, wholeness, health, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, perfectness, fullness, rest, harmony, the absence of agitation and discord, the absence of war and conflict, total well-being. He's ever thinking of us with thoughts of peace. So his thought towards you is for you to be complete and whole, for you to be in health, for you to have welfare and safety. He wants you to be sound. He wants in your life there to be prosperity and tranquility perfectness and fullness. He wants you to be at rest. He wants harmony to be present in your life. He wants uh, agitation and discord to be absent out of your life. He wants war and conflict to be absent out of your life. He wants total well-being to be in your life. This is what he has for you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Now imagine if you agree with what he has already spoken and purpose for your life, what you will see in your life. He has spoken prosperity in your life. He has spoken a wonderful spouse in your life who will bring harmony and tranquility. You don't have to worry about having a tumultuous relationship. You have a peaceful relationship, a harmonious relationship. You have a life that's filled with, with completeness and wholeness, a life where there is no agitation and discord, no war, no conflict. Those are the thoughts he has for you. Why don't we try agreeing with that and seeing that in our lives? He hadn't designed evil to be in your life. So you have to trust that he is already prepared Every part of your life, you have to trust that he has prepared for you an excellent spouse, someone that he is sending you as a gift of grace so that he can communicate to you the depths of his love for you. Well, that's our show for today. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my social media accounts at Dell.jr and on Instagram is Dell.lot. Or 
you can reach out to me through my blog, abetterpickupline.com, and inbox me your questions there. Now, before we leave, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Number one, subscribe. Whether you're listening through iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite pod catcher is, make sure you subscribe. The second thing, help me spread the word. If you're consuming this podcast through Facebook or YouTube, like, share, comment. Make sure you tell somebody who you think this podcast would be a benefit to. The third thing I'm asking you to do is visit dellot.org. If you'd like to invite me out to your church, your convention, your conference, your organization, whatever your function is, you would like me to come out and speak. You can find all the information on dellot.org. As well, there's information about my book, In That Land, A Seed Time and Harvest Approach to Finding a Wife. And I'm going to ask you to purchase that today. And with that being said, I want you to have a great and awesome day. And join me next time on A Better Pickup Line, the podcast.